Let's cut that shit down. Cut it in. Welcome, partner. Welcome. Hi. How you doing, sir? Fucking fabulous. Looking good. It's been a hot minute. Been uh, three weeks. Yeah. Today. Yeah. Well, I had an abortion, so we had to take some time. Yeah, take some time. Yeah, to take myself. some time off. Yeah. <sighs> Tonight, <laughs> before we get started, I would like to say if you like our show, so we can get this out of the way. Yeah, let's get that out of the way. If you like our show, give us some money. Oh, not what I was expecting, but okay. I, I thought you were going to say if you like the show, please subscribe and. Oh, yeah, that too. Like, share, subscribe, all the things. Mm-hmm. All of the fun things. Yes. All the fun things. And tonight we also have. We some, do have some. We have a long time listener. First time caller. Long Wait. Long time listener. Long time listener. First time caller. Yeah, yeah. We have a special, special guest. Yes. The the man of the hour that was going to be singing at my wedding, that's not gonna happen. No. <laughs> not yet. Not not no, until not until no, we get married. You no. and I we're gonna get married, then he can sing at our wedding. Well when we get married, yeah, you're playing drums yeah. and he's singing. Works for me. Please uh join your hands together. <laughs> it's not working out. Okay, there that we sounded go. good though, didn't it? Kind of. A little bit. Uh welcome to the table jordan dixon jordan he's gonna sing some you can say hi jordan hi everybody you gotta get a little closer to that fucking mic i told you about that listen we're not gonna have this conversation bit. again okay um he is a stickler isn't he he's an asshole sometimes i am such an they asshole they want everybody hear me breathe over here oh no 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 oh, they can't fine. he'll he, trust me i breathe you, you, you want to be about I mean, I with these we like to be like right up on the fuckers, but no, like we're sucking their dicks. Yeah, you got to be like about three fingers away well, from the money, man. I'm not used to stuff being shoved in my face like that. Mm, well, that, I thought that's how we met. <laughs> I thought we were going to talk about that now. Oh, hey. No, what's really funny is you know we were together, and I didn't have the right name, but we were together years oh, ago. I interesting. You know, it's been so, but long not in the same way since we've sat like this. <laughs> so I I haven't had to mess with this. Yeah, and I'm I'm kind of. A little rusty. We could give it to him. Yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> Not that I don't trust you, but you know, I I have this thing about control. You know, but I he does. I, I wanted to take him. I wanted to take a minute and talk about something that we talked about in the past. Uh, well, that I talked Dick. about. No, if you recall, okay, so. <clears throat> You remember when I I talked about not giving a fuck about people? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that one. Okay. So I sometimes, okay, when when you're sitting here for three hours or two hours or whatever, and you're talking on a podcast, you don't really always have time to like articulate things very well. You kind of have to rush through things. Hey, Star Wolf. Fucking Star Wolf. Don't know, but I see him on my phone. Okay. (laughs) Um, But I... I I said that I don't give a fuck about people, but it's not that I don't care about certain people. Mm -hmm. I kind of wanted to, you know, just kind of explain a little bit about what I meant about that because I was a, there was a comment made and it kind of got me in a little hot water, which I would like to formally apologize. I didn't want to apologize through text or through a, you know, phone call. This seemed... Um, much more low key. Jordan, mind you say that? Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't Jordan. 
Gwen Jordan at all. But what I what I what I meant to say is that I there's people that post about their problems that they they talk about their problems all the time. We all have fucking problems. Everybody's got issues, and I don't know if I if you're not in my immediate circle, I don't much care. You know, isn't that how most people are really? Because if you cared, wouldn't you be out there fucking helping everybody? Well, you just can't help everybody. Right. You can't. It's a full time job. But um, I I don't know if that person will will join us again. I don't know. Uh, There's no telling. Oh, wow. There's six fucking people in here. (laughs) She better because. um, Well, uh, let's not call anybody out. We're not. But she better because I'm here still. Yeah. That's true. You did nothing wrong. I did nothing wrong. Yeah. I, and and, and I, I let me just say before any comments are made. And she was genuinely concerned, genuinely concerned about my propism. So. Right. Um, that matters. I There was a comment made on one of our YouTube videos <clears> and it was, I had taken like a three hour nap and I woke up and read it and I thought it meant something completely different than it said. And I got, and I was like, you know, if it was anyone else, I would probably not even give a fuck, you know, mm-hmm. but I, I, I kind of, ca- I cared a little bit more because that person was in our immediate circle. Mm-hmm. So it made me feel some kind of way. I was like, hmm, it's weird. You know, I, so I kind of jumped the gun and I said some shit that I probably shouldn't have said. Yeah. Which is and odd for you because you don't usually do that. No, I don't. No, it's out of character. So, like I said, I just, you know, I wanted to apologize to that person. I'm not going to say their name if they're watching. And if you genuinely hate him, then that's fine. You could still like me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Don't, don't, yeah, don't, don't, uh, you know, slight Omar because of my stupidity. I will say, though, in Jim's defense, that he talks to me like that regularly. So you have to kind of get used to it. You know, I don't know if I like the fact that everybody, <laughs> it's like a thing that people think I'm an asshole. You're not though. That's what's weird is like, you're the only, you're the only friend that I've ever had ever 47 years old. That's ever actually like, well, you came to the shop and, and you, yeah, you were concerned. Jordan's that's one of the reasons why he's here is because he's actually checked in on me. Uh, I care about people caring about me. Yeah. Because for years, you know, so many people are in your lives and sometimes they're not friends. Yeah. And it's nice to have friends, you know. It is nice. Um, You know, and yeah, real friends are fucking hard to find. They're kind of hard to find. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, And when you have one, you don't always have to be PC. Right. And you don't. You know I'm about to come over there. (laughs) He's like, I got it, I got it, I got it. And you don't always have to worry about all that but see that it's still kind of in your it's still kind of a budding uh relationship you know so yeah that happens now in her defense since i'm going to be playing both sides she thought um it was a private um message message so uh i know whenever i wake up i'm an asshole aren't we all yeah i mean (laughs) think about it if, you know, if when you're with somebody, I mean, that's why I think we've showed our true feelings. We, we've been never assholes, but we've been. Started. I don't hold anything back. Yeah. We, and that's what I that's what I respect. Not holding things back. Sometimes it gets taken the wrong way, but at least you can trust. Yeah, it can get it can get misconstrued as being negative or yeah. uh, asshole-ish. Yeah. What have well, you. Especially when you're messaging somebody through text message or yeah. something like that. A lot it of always stuff gets, gets lost. lost in translation. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah, and let's just be honest here. No, no offense to anybody. It's a vagina. So, 
You know, vaginas are, you know, I have one. What are you talking about? I'm emotional. How did you get a vagina from there? Because it's someone that has a vagina. Oh. And. I don't know what that means. It means a more emotional. That's not necessary. I mean, you know. It's the estrogen in all of us. I have an overabundance of it. and That is a. (laughs) I think that's an opinion of you. I don't know if that's correct or not. Maybe it is. Estrogen makes feelings. Estrogen emotions. E-E. Right. Oh, is it? Right testosterone mm-hmm. testicles yeah, TT. that's how that works yeah well i made it up but it works yeah the well, second a man shows emotions loses respect yeah well i i just by the woman that he's with usually most for all intents and purposes i hope that you know i can repair that friendship and if if not you know i'll be the favorite at, at, yeah, yeah at least there's always you you know mm-hmm. there's you're you're the consolation prize yeah, i know right that's <laughs> Sorry, you're, <laughs> that's what you get. <laughs> so it's been like, this is week three. So we're, you know, it's been two weeks since we've done our, a podcast. We've missed two weeks. Yeah. Well, I think it was because we were both feeling kind of emotional over that whole thing. Which whole thing? What you just talked about. Oh, well, that was part of it. But also, I mean, part of it, that wasn't really. I, I, I It wasn't any. I, I was ready. Me. I was joking. I was ready to go do a podcast last week but you know i can't i don't know we just keep shit keeps coming up yeah it's getting difficult right it is um we need to focus it hasn't been very enjoyable lately i think because i've been noticing we had a podcast i don't know jordan if you were listening to that one about you know depression and everything and oh my god i was listening in on that yeah there's a lot of depression going around in my mind Right now, so. you know, um, I just had that conversation with Alana today. Yeah, I said, you know, I've always been able to kind of battle my own depression fairly well, mm-hmm. and I'm just not doing so good right now. I'm not either. It's there's a lot going on, you mm-hmm. know, and I and this is something I wanted to talk about, you know, and I I complete I was think I told you know told you that I was like thinking all day about shit that I wanted to talk about, and then I was like, oh, we got a guest tonight. I can't just talk about my personal <laughs> shit. Why not? But we will because Jordan's good. You're yeah. good people, and you can weigh in on it. But um, okay, it's just it. I can't. Does it? Yeah, you can too. Okay, of course you can. I'm changing. Does it day. ever feel like? Do you ever have the feeling like the entire weight of the world is just resting on your shoulders? Like it's, I literally for the past, like probably three or four weeks, I have felt like, like I'm being crushed, you know, by just either, you know, like, like I'm at the bottom of the ocean and all the weight of it is just exploding me. It's just, I can't move. I can't think. If you do one wrong thing. Yeah. Nothing I do is right. Yeah. If you do one wrong thing, you feel like you're everyone that that relies on you and depends on you. You're letting them down. and Yeah, that's <clears throat> that is the thing is that for wh- however it happened, I don't know, but I have put myself in a situation to where there's a lot of people that count on me to do like like a lot of shit. It's a lot oh, yeah. of pressure. You know, you might not think about it, but then. Like you get quiet time and you think about it for a little bit and you start realizing like there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, it comes. It just, it just comes hits up. At, hits at you. That's why I'm always doing stuff. My, yeah. I, I got to get my mind where I can't think about it all the time. Yeah, it's it's and that is depressing. Yeah, you know, I mean, like it's very rare at work that people. I say work, you know, which is one of my things. You know, like I'm I'm. You're miserable. 
I'm miserable there. I'm probably not happy because I, I thought in my mind that I would be able to have quit that job much sooner, uh, which is, you know, fine. I mean, honestly, even with that job and any money that I've made here, I'm still barely living. Isn't it weird how that works? It is very strange. It's almost like the more you make, the more you have to put out. It's been like that for years, even when I was over there. Yeah. I was making money that I should have been able to drive a fucking Mercedes or something. Mm-hmm. But there were more bills. There was, there was more people. At that time, more people depended on me. And, and that's, it's hard. It's hard because you feel like your partner sometimes, they could bail out if they needed to. Yeah. Because they got you. But who do you got, you know? Right. A hundred percent. Yeah. And some of our partners have bailed on us, you know, so it's, it's very difficult. It's very hard. Yeah. You know, I'm not talking about just me. I'm talking about a few of us at the same time. You know, I'm not trying to put nobody's business out there, but it hurts. Yeah. As a man that whenever you're the person that people depend on and then now you, you feel like you can rely and depend on someone else for, for them to bail or even not just bail. What if they just don't have time for you? You can't, you can't be mad at him. No. So, what do you do? You know, you suck it up and just keep driving. I guess that's pretty much what we do, right? Yeah, that's basically what we make happen. Literally, yeah. for you, you're driving all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So you drive, you drive nationally, or I drive locally in Georgia. Lo- so, okay. Uh, southeast up to middle Georgia. Okay. Somewhere around Augusta and stuff like so that. So you're home every night. Yeah, mostly every night. So. Okay. That's a hard life, though. That is a hard life. It is. Yeah. Well, yeah. we used to run from my hometown, Waycross, all the way up to Atlanta. and. Uh, wait, when we met, weren't you driving to Atlanta? Yep. Yeah. I was I working that. for uh, FedEx. So, yeah. Mm. I remember when you changed jobs, too. Yeah. It's funny. I've known Jordan for how many years? Like three years now? Three or four, yeah. Three or four, yeah. And uh, whenever he came in, um, we we started uh, that one. Yeah, we started that one. And then Revelation happened, and I was displaced, and I couldn't remember his name. <laughs> uh, but I was trying to contact him, and I was contacting, what was the name? Uh, you were trying so hard to find me, and then you finally found me. Yeah, like, I found him. Because whenever you meet somebody and you have that kind of connection where you get silence but you get each other yeah yeah you know understand what's going on yeah it's <laughs> it's other. difficult to find people like that and when you do you don't want to let them go because what we just got through talking about because you know those people are die hard yeah 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 you keep them in your your circle the circle mm-hmm. of trust yeah yeah like the Falkers. <laughs> but it's so true the way that movie works it's funny but damn if it's not true yeah once so you're outside the circle you're there's no getting back in. Mm-mm. And the I mean, circle gets smaller and smaller. That's, as I that's get what they said in the movie, but I, I don't believe that 100%. Like, we've talked about this before. Like, you you know, like, look, I only put up, I have a very short, like, my my boundaries are very tight. And once you cross those fucking boundaries, it's like, it's hard for me to, like, you know, let people. But I will let people back into my life, you know, oh, especially, yeah. I mean, if I realize down the road, like, hey, I fucked up. You know, it wasn't just them. It was me, you know, but and, and which is what kind of happened when I was talking about earlier. And yes, I was meaning you. Anyways, carry on. Uh, I don't know. I, 
the depression thing was kind of where I, I hate talking about it, but it, I mean, that's part of my problem. I don't think there's a therapist can't really help me right now. I don't think I don't, I've been to therapy. I, it's good for me. I know it's good for everybody. Therapy mm-hmm. is the shit. I believe wholeheartedly in it, you know, and have you ever me been too. to therapy? I actually haven't. No, I just started last, uh, two weeks ago. I started EMDR therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and you can, it's astonishing. You can do it on your own, which is what I'm doing because I can't find a therapist. Mm-hmm. Not one that I feel good with. You know, I found a therapist that I have feel good with. It's just that fuck, I can't afford it. Oh yeah. They're not in your network or whatever. Yeah. No, they're in my network, but it still costs fucking money. It's you still know, expensive as hell. Yeah. I found one that, that I really like. Uh, it was actually Cindy's mm-hmm. ex therapist and, um, she wasn't in my network. So I couldn't, I couldn't use her, mm. you know, again, Money is people that say the money doesn't matter are stupid as fuck. No, money definitely matters. Yeah. They say, uh, what is it? They say more money, more problems. Motherfucker, please. If I had a, I don't need a lot of money. Mm-mm. I just need a little more. Mm-hmm. And, it, and I think that a lot of my stressors would be gone yeah. or at least a less, a little less stressy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah more dependence, the more dependence, the more money you're going to have to have. That's just, that's just normal common sense. Yeah. yeah. And that's if they're perfect. I told Alana this morning, I said, you know, I was, I've been thinking about like, you know, taking a cue from you, you know, what? <laughs> yeah. No. Well, not, not trust me, not on everything. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of shit you do. I don't agree with, but perfect. Um, I love it. <laughs> um, at any rate, um, no, I was like, Cause I was so stressed out about money and the mortgage and fucking everything. And I'm just like, I, I, I'm, it's on me to do it all. And I told Alana, I was like, dude, I'm, I'm to the point where I'm ready to just sell my house, take the equity, whatever's left and just go buy a really nice RV and just travel like a brand new RV Mm -hmm. and just put it somewhere on not even, even really travel. But I could if I wanted to then yeah. because I mm-hmm. wouldn't be tied to a house. Nothing feels better than that. I mean, I'm going to tell you, like, so we parked it. I'd have to have something a little bigger. than. Well, yeah. But see, I'm good with it because so we're at Whitey's now and I'm not plugging them. But Whitey's has an awesome RV uh, place for us, for us anyway. Um, and I can tell you since we've been able to be somewhere where we have the water that you know, we can hook up to city water sure. and it's constantly, we've got a dump station right there. The pressure of that is gone. I love being there. Uh, and whenever I'm laying in bed and I can see, I the feel water. like <laughs> I can, yeah, I can. And then I look inside, I look outside, look inside and I see my RV and I feel like Will Smith. Hmm. It's, it's cool because How like do you, you feel said, like Will Smith because it feels luxurious, luxurious to be in something that's, technically not a home yeah you know it's it's but it has the creature comfort it does have that it has all it's like having a a clubhouse when you're a kid when you're a kid and you have a tree house you know i never had one but i'm assuming racket with porn i'm telling you like i put the we we close the little curtains we got the sun like keeper out of curtains whatever the fucking called and we put the art the projector on and i'm watching porn like (laughs) I hope they can't see it through your fucking screen. That's why we got the sun blocking ones. And then we got the other projector where we do, where we're planning on getting it like a sheet outside, hooking it up to the awning. I got these awning hooks and putting that outside and have a movie night. It's, 
it's fun. Um, but a mortgage, I never want to be tied down to something. Yeah. And then when I wanted a mortgage, it was just to say I had one. Yeah. I, I thought that I thought I was renting before I had a house, you know, I was renting an apartment. I was like, apartments suck. You know, you can hear your neighbors below you, beside you, above you, whatever. Yeah, but you ain't plus your shit. Plus, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, the th- that is true. I didn't have to pay for. Um, I had to pay utilities still. Any maintenance, any of that stuff. But yeah, ma- yeah, it's all off. But it was pro- it was still costing me a little over a thousand dollars a month, probably like twelve hundred dollars a month for a two bedroom flat. Now you're looking at twenty two hundred, well, which is crazy because like I have my own house right now mm-hmm. and I'm paying mortgage on and. Rates when I bought that house were low, right? And I don't know how I got so lucky on that. Besides the fact that it was my parents that had inherited it when my grandmother passed. Oh wow! But they sold it to me, and the rate just kind of worked out with the bank. So wow, lucky duck. Well, you probably have good uh, good uh, credit score too. Well, <laughs> I actually went through bankruptcy seven years ago. Did you? So Did you really? How was that? Build it and everything. Mm-hmm. What's that like? Because I thought about that. Well, I mean, it right sucks. <laughs> I can tell you. How, I can tell you how it is. Uh, two years into it, uh, it sucks. You had a bankruptcy. I did. I went through bankruptcy, and uh, they told me to don't for the first two years. Don't get any credit cards. Don't buy anything. With just buy everything cash if you have to. You filed um, for chapter seven, or I don't remember one, one, <laughs> one of those chapters. I got they got keep, one that you can. It'll clear out your debt, and after a year or so, they'll open it back up to where you can go start working on your credit, get credit cards and stuff pay, like that. But you pay the old debt off? No, all the debt's gone. Yeah, like just the, clear I mean, it the, court will, the court will completely wipe it out. I mean, as long as nobody tries to come and collect. Well, they can't. Uh, that's the thing. And what's funny is, like, even, even my bank – you know who I pay my my car note to? Yeah. Um, I could no longer pay online. They could no. They couldn't send me a bill. I could not be showing like they would not show that I owed any money to anyone. Yeah. And you know so like, and then I did not reaffirm my house, so it's not it's not like every payment that I have that I pay, it's not going to the um, the credit bureau. It doesn't report to the credit bureau. Now, my car, I had to reaffirm or they were going to come and get it. What do you mean yeah. reaffirm? Uh, basically, you reaffirm that you are that you owe this debt. And, it, and then it reports then then it reports to the credit bureau. So every payment that I make on my car, that goes to the credit bureau. And that's one more point to where my credit gets better. But. When you're down in the hole where I'm at, it takes a lot to get out. Hmm. And, you know, but the house, the the reason he, my lawyer was like, eh, I suggest you don't reaffirm your house. I said, why? And he goes, and he was trying to get me to not reaffirm my car. He's like, just let him come and get it. Don't, you know, and, and it wouldn't be like you did that, but it, it's marks against you. But during that period, while I'm doing that, while I'm going through the bankruptcy, it would not have counted against me. Yeah. And I, and I, he's like, you just go get a cash car and you're good. You know, you don't have nothing to worry about. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, but he's like, but you'll still get to keep your house. I was like, well, what if I just reaffirm my car? Cause I like having a a new car Mm -hmm. with all the, you know, 
warranties and shit like that. He's like, eh, do what you want to do. But, you know, I've given you my suggestion. So I just I just did the car, but not the, the house. So basically, if I wanted to, I could, like, pack all my shit up into a U-Haul or whatever, leave, and never pay or owe, and it won't never, it won't hit my credit bad. Really? Yeah. And the bank will just assume ownership of the house, and uh, then they'll probably short sell or whatever the fuck they do. I don't know. And and with the other, with the bankers that you're talking about. Okay. It's called, what I went through was called Chapter 7. I don't I know if it's different in Florida I think that's what I had to. And uh, after seven years, it'll stay on your credit report for like seven years as a bankruptcy that you went through. Mm-hmm. But during those seven years, you could work on your credit again and get it back up to where you wanted it to. And then when seven years is up, they'll pull it off your credit report like you never had it. Hmm. You know, it's funny. I made that decision to let them take my car so that, you know, starting a new business, I didn't want to have to make a decision between the business and that car. Right. So getting it out of the way, I said, fuck it. You know, and my partner and I discussed it and we had a lengthy conversation. We already had one paid off car, but whenever I'm going to, I'm going to go off a little bit and just say, look, anybody do not ever make that decision. If you depend on someone else, then you're literally at their mercy. Mm. Um, so that being said, I wish I had done things a bit different, you know? Yeah, I can imagine it's, uh, I, I couldn't, I, well, I couldn't see myself being stranded like that. Mm. Like I feel, I know that you, you probably feel stranded most of the time. No, oddly enough, I don't because I've gone from being the type of person that wants to be out and doing things all the time, especially when I lived at the beach. There's so much there to get in trouble with. Mm. But now focusing on this, like, I don't know if, I don't know if it's noticeable, but you know, um, whenever I'm here, before I go to sleep, I make sure that, you know, I clean and make sure this place gets dusty as fuck. I can't get the dust out of here. Stop building things in here. Uh, but <laughs> I've been doing that outside. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But drywall. Well, that's because our lights need it. Look, <laughs> I'm here and I get to focus on the things that are not working perfectly. Yeah. Well, it, it is like a hundred year old fucking building. Yeah, it, it, is. Is. It, it is. And I'm going to tell you, when I saw the wiring behind the wall. Oh, is it knob and tube? Wow. Copper wire? No, it's wrapped in like tar paper. Oh, oh it's new. Yeah, that's, uh, that's uh, not good. Tube and knob and tube. Did they call it? Uh, no, that, that we, whew, if it was that. No, I wouldn't have even, I would have just put a block over it or some shit if it was that. No. Yeah. But yeah. I, it scared the shit out of me because when I opened it up and I saw why, it's old. And cutting into that wiring to rewire that light, it scared the shit out of me because I don't trust the breaker box. <laughs> well, I don't, you can hear, you can hear literally if you get, and and you, you hear the electricity running yeah, through it. Yeah. I was like, fuck that. Lots flicker. So like I did normally I don't, I don't turn the electricity off. You've seen me. Yeah. If I'm wiring something up, I'm wiring something up. I've been shocked before, but that I was like, fuck this in the dark. I took, I took it all off, turned everything off. <laughs> fuck. Yeah. And still, and still I, I heard, maybe it was in my, in my head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Might be. Yeah. Yeah. You better be fucking careful. Like, kicking around with all that i don't know what that that shit's like some 
Tesla coil shit. That's not like uh, ACDC. I took it's pictures. Yeah. I took pictures of that. Well, of after I've, <laughs> I didn't take any before. Pissed me off. But, and I'm not going to unwire it. So I took pictures of what it looked like. It was, yeah. Uh, well, I appreciate all the little things that yeah. you do. I do. Yeah. I'm just saying, I like being here. So whenever it comes to, the only thing I miss is being able to like, for instance, go to your house. Mm-hmm. You know, I've gone to your house a couple of times. Or being able to go pick some paint up because I could finish the mural and yeah, you know, but Amazon <clears throat> with everything else right now, I get my groceries or groceries mm-hmm. uh, for Dixie Uber, um, Amazon next day. It, it, you don't need a car. You know? Yeah, I mean, it, unless you're it, trying to get some pussy. A li- it costs a little more money to like, you know, does it dash your, your groceries? Does it? insurance yeah yes well i mean yeah when you weigh all that out but you're financing you know i was financing i, I paid extra i paid even 500 and i only had to pay for something 420 yeah my insurance just went from 193 to like almost 400 dollars. good night yeah see i can live with have you had car. to have you had to deal with any of have you i mean have you noticed any, the hike he could just drive no. his 18 wheeler <laughs> not lately uh i haven't but uh once a year, they'll give you an adjustment on your prices for the mortgage and stuff mm-hmm. like that for insurance rates going up. Yeah. So I haven't seen it yet. Do, but you, do you have uh, mortgage insurance? Yeah. You uh, have to how, have insurance on everything. How, how long have you? How long have you had that that mortgage? I, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to pry. Um, I'm just there's a reasoning behind my questioning. No, uh, I've had it for about three years now. I've. I was in it before I met Omar, actually. When they, when, have they given yeah, you? were buying it or something. Yeah. It's, yeah. you're probably right about the cusp when they'll send you a, uh, cause mortgage insurance is there so that I guess if you don't pay a bill, it, it, you know, if you miss a, a, a payment, it'll like kind of pick it up for yeah. you. Um, but because, you know, and the banks are weird about that with, you know, people that are, have credit like mine. Um, and you know, with you going through bankruptcy, probably you too. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I got a letter a while back saying that I could drop my mortgage insurance. I was outside of that, you know, after like two or three years, like, I guess they're like, all right, this bitch has been paying, you know, you can drop your mortgage insurance, but you got to keep your termite bond, right? Or you got a termite bond. Anyways, <laughs> no, <laughs> I've never gotten a termite bond. I don't think there is one. We were, we had to when we got our house. Yeah. We I mean, I don't know if I, if you have to, when you have a concrete building, I don't know, maybe I, who knows, <laughs> but all I know is I, I was just trying to, I'm curious as to if, if anybody knows out there what the logistics are on that, because it told me what my payments would be once I dropped the mortgage insurance and yeah. it would be like, Right around three fifty four hundred dollars a month for You're my mortgage. You're kidding me! But I don't know if you have to refinance or or can you just go no cut that shit out? You know. But you still have homeowners. Yes. Yeah. You got to have a homeowner. So literally, the only all, thing all the way through insurance. mortgage, you have to have homeowner insurance because yeah, no matter what. Yeah. So mortgage it's insurance like a, is just for the banks. It's, just it's for like the banks. A, it's like a loan. For a car, you it's, have to have insurance for it. Yeah, in a way, so. mortgage insurance is like overdraft. I think overdraft protection. If you yeah. go, you know, like if you don't pay your bill or you go over or whatever, and it's like you're okay. They're not going to come kick you out. Hmm. They're not going to evict you. You know. Hmm. Yeah. But I just thought it was kind of cool the way I, you know, I did my chapter whatever the fuck. You know, <laughs> I, I think it was a chapter seven, but 
I can't remember. I, I literally, that's why I, I was $1,700. I paid that guy and uh, he did everything. I didn't do a fucking thing. Well, I say that. I mean, I got, I had to go through and pull all my paperwork and all that shit. You know, that shit kills me. Yeah. That legwork fucking kills me. Cause where is it? <laughs> yeah. Where is all this shit? I can't stand it. I can't stand they fucking reading it my all password. in one place neither. So no, nobody who does. I'm fuck that shit. I, I don't know. I don't know. We're all serious and shit now. Oh, we don't have to be uh, all. No, serious. no. I mean, nah, I, let's, 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 let's. I'm serious. Let's be serious. I don't understand why I have to keep changing my fucking passwords on everything. And the computer is. I used to know computer. I used to tap the shit in, and I don't. Like everything is just the same as it was, but it's different. I need to grease that. Yeah, I don't. You and fucking your passwords. I don't know. If fucking so- passwords are killing me. I can't fucking stand them. And then I get one of those things where you put it in there, the USB <laughs> password fucking thing, and you put all of them in. Then it takes two hours to put all the passwords in that thing. You put it in the first time, and you got to do it over again. It's not. It's it's. I need a secretary be an easier way. or an assistant that just fucking remembers my passwords. <laughs> We're not there yet. No, we will get there. When we get there, I'm going to have, I don't know. Well, I think part of your problem is the fact that you've given too many people your passcodes. <laughs> well, I, you know, I mean, I mean, over the years, yeah. over the years, but yeah, whenever I'd hire somebody to do something like my books, go there, but, uh, uh, they need the password. Otherwise mm-hmm. I'm fucking typing it in every fucking time. I don't want to do that. Like, yeah. I don't want to have to help you out. I'm paying you to do something. The last one that I paid to do that, that bitch, man. Yeah, mm. people suck, man. Passwords are stupid, but they're good. I suppose. I, I almost got shysted today, man. Like, I should know. There's an email. I have got, like, 17 emails, uh, like, accounts, you know, because over the years, you know. <laughs> I know. I'm getting them. From all the porn companies and everything, you start getting all these weird. So, you have to close that one and start a new one. But I I've, can show you all of them right now. I've got an email account that I started when I was, like, 19, and I still have it. But that's where all the the bullshit, all the spam, all goes to that one. And I got a e- an email from uh, it looked like it said it was Best Buy. And when I got my laptop fixed from Best Buy, I signed up for like the Geek Squad support, <clears throat> which is like two hundred dollars a year. And it's and it's one payment, you know, a year, which is fine. Look at these motherfuckers on their phones. And I want to show you something oh. because we got we do need to talk about this well, shit. No, it's fine. I'm well, just, I figured I'm just out rambling. Who Star Wolf is. So. Oh, okay. I'm just rambling. That's, uh, that's my girlfriend. Right oh, okay. Hey, Star hey Wolf. girl. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know your name. There he is. This there motherfucker is. hasn't even told bitch. me what your name is. Jessica. Jessica. Hi, Jessica. Name. I like your name. Let's Sounds see. sexy. Let's see. Where can I? You putting it down on him, aren't you? Whoa, hey. Yeah. Putting it down. No, our relationship's still still pretty in the new phase right now, but it's in the she's, honeymoon she's phase. Great. Yeah. I wouldn't say honeymoon phase, but she's great. So yeah. you know, I, I I'm a lot happier because she's been listening to me rant about Well hopefully the, she doesn't bull, change. About the bullshit and we 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 take turns sheet. about it, you know. Yeah. You have to. How? How's okay? I want to ask you, uh, you two men, a question. How would you rate like the time period between one to three months, three to six months, that that goes straight to shit? (laughs) (laughs) Do what? Like where? Where the the honeymoon phase? That that you know, some woman. No offense to them. 
aptly coined as the honeymoon phase. When does that end for y'all? On mine, it's on average like you know a month in. Hmm. I'm not entirely sure. I'm not. Yeah. Pay attention because it's gonna fuck you up. I would imagine it depends on the person you're with. Oh well. I'm gonna. I'm. What I'm trying to show you is this. I go to my Google and I look at the passwords in my Google. And my Google has now got yours, Alana's, Amy's, and some other random person. So anytime I see it, I delete it. Then it comes back. Now, I don't know what the fuck is happening there. Again, computer shit. It's not making sense why I keep getting yours. And I can show you. I don't even know how you would have gotten Alana's because she's never, like, ever logged in on anything. I thought it was this at first, you know, our our, our internet, but it can't be with Alana. No, I don't know how you would have gotten that. That's I'm going to show you, and then whenever I show you, know that I have not gone on. Just this show map. me later. I'll I'll look at it when we're done. Yeah, it's fucked up. Anybody out there that knows this stuff knows why I'm getting their passwords because obviously it's going to swing both ways. Why? It doesn't make sense. I don't know. I've never seen anyone in my life, other than you, have that many problems and issues with fucking passwords. Okay, scroll up. You'll see some of yours in Alana's. I'm I, telling you right now. That's what that's what scares me is because like I got <laughs> I got video of me and my dick and stuff happening <laughs> all over the place <laughs> no, in my don't, phones. Don't go to the cloud on your phone, but you know what I mean. You can so find all kinds of pictures. It's funny, like I just don't understand. There's a couple of dating sites on there that y'all are in, <laughs> and mind you, that's with me over the past month. Every time I see one, I'm deleting it. I don't see any of my stuff on here. Well, I deleted some last night. There should be go to the end. There's I didn't go all the way because it pissed me off. I was talking to someone. Hmm. Yeah. Did you see any? Not yet. Um, no. Hmm. You must have deleted them all. I don't see any. Or someone got on there and fucked with my phone again. Either way, I was messaging another person on Messenger, and I was seeing that dot that has their profile picture on there move down every time I, I hit send. And so someone was reading it. That person that I was messaging was asleep. So someone was reading the shit. That is fucking strange. And my bank, I'm getting like charges. She's getting charges. Yeah. I don't see anything in there, but <clears throat> I, I, I know that with iPhone, like, like he, you logged into my iPad one time, but still, even then, like Alana's never logged into my iPad, so none of her passwords are in there. I don't know. Technology's weird. Yeah, <laughs> tell me about really it, dude. Is. Tell me about it. I, I don't get it. Fucking, they ought to have like, uh, you know how they've got a little, like on my laptop, I can put my little finger on it, and it yeah, mine has one too now. But they, that should be your password. You know what I'm saying? Except that, it never works. My finger never works. That should be. That's. Uh, it, it honestly should be your password. For everything. Your, your fingerprint is unique to every person. So I like right. the facial recognition. I mean, that helps. Yeah, you can't really fuck up the facial recognition. But I mean, I'm just saying they should come up with a thing that where on whatever device you're on, how, whatever, if it's fingerprint, whether it's fa- facial recognition. The biometric scan. It, or it whatever should it work is. for any app. That you're working on. If you're yeah. on, if you're going on a Facebook, that it uses your computer to log in with your face, so that way no one else will be able to get it. I don't know all this cloud shit. It's weird. It's weird. Like I like the cloud for my business because I can I can easily I can 
you know, airdrop shit to myself if I have to get something onto my phone. I saw something the other day about a woman on a a flight had airdropped her uh, explicit photos (laughs) to some random passenger on the airplane. (laughs) For serious? Yeah, for serious. That's the best thing I've ever heard right there. Yeah. I always, I often worry about that. You know, like in, in my room... Uh, I have got a, a, a TV. It's a Vizio TV. It's a smart TV. It's a Roku. It's got Roku built into it. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and it, I always worry about like when I'm, you know, because let's just be honest. I look at porn on my phone sometimes <laughs> and there is a little thing at the bottom with the little box with the arrow that you can like, you know, attach it to the TV. Yeah. You can and cast it onto the you TV. You can cast it to the TV. Well, I've tried to do that and it won't pop up. And I'm like, and I've got one, two, three other fucking TVs in my house that are smart TVs. Yeah. There's supposed to be some way you could change the name on them and it'll differentiate. It'll differentiate between the three of them or how many you got. So you can do like Roku one, two, three or whatever. I mean, I just don't ever do that now. I just don't even try. I try not to hit that button, but then I, I'm still self-conscious about it. What am am, am I accidentally streaming it to that? You know, whatever, but it's kind of like how people change their net gear, Wi-Fi thing to a FBI van or something like that. (laughs) That fucked me up one time so bad. I thought that they're watching us, man. (laughs) They're always watching you. Hmm. Everybody. Big brothers out there. Well, I mean, it's obvious when when you, you know, we we can talk about a subject, you know, like I I, I was talking about uh, my motorcycle to what's his name Dan. Mm-hmm. We were talking about it last night. Yeah, and um, was that last night? Was it last night or the night before? Night before I think. Anyways, either way, we were outside talking and we were talking motorcycle shit and. Um, I get on my Facebook today and there's all these ads for motorcycle, uh, classes, uh, riding classes, uh, fucking, uh, insurance for motorcycles. She said, somebody hacked you probably, probably. Oh, I, with him, I definitely believe someone's hacked him, but I don't, it's less hacking and more. He gave them his password (laughs) and now they know. And, but I, how do they keep finding it? You know, even when he changes it, that's the question I have. But anyways, yeah. it, it's just one of those things, man. They will always, it's always an ad on Facebook or Instagram or one of these fucking things. They're, they're listening to you. And, and you literally, I had my phone in my motherfucking backpack and it was not on or open no, it, or anything. It happens all the time to me. Cause me and my buddy will sit there and talk about fish and stuff. And, and all of a sudden, Get on Facebook. Oh, there's Lord, stuff about new, reels, new boats and yeah. rod and reels. And I'm sitting there going, I don't need this crap. <laughs> but then you kind of go down a rabbit hole because yep. you're like, well, that's kind of dope. You know? Yeah. They heard me talk about it. And now they're sitting there going, well, there that is, you know. Yeah. Uh, what? Oh, God. I have to. I cannot remember the name of the movie. It's a movie on Netflix. Um, it's about what we're talking about. And we talked about it before. I brought it up before. I, I want to. I'm gonna, I, I'm drawing a blank of what it's called. I will find out, but it's a movie. Um, and there's some like good actors in it and shit like that, you know, but it's kind of like a documentary yeah. about social media and phones and all the connectivity that we have going on. 
And all this social media, all these algorithms and all this shit, there's not just an algorithm for posting. There's an algorithm for everything, everything like your usage. If you're not on your phone enough, have you ever noticed you'll be not on your phone all day and then you look down and there's three notifications from three different apps. Mm hmm. It's, yeah. They're trying to draw you back in, so you open your fucking phone back up and go back into that. We app. haven't heard from you lately. Maybe you should come on to our app again. Exactly. And look around. Yeah. 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 Oh God, what the fuck was the name of that? It's gonna bug the shit out of me. <laughs> Y'all will get involved in the conversation here in a little bit, and I'll just, I'll just, I'll go and find it. Yeah. We'll end up finding it. Yeah. Uh, I'm involved. What are you talking about? But it, it is definitely something that everyone should watch everybody should watch that movie and when i figure it out i'm gonna i'm gonna probably post a link for it or something on here i don't know but well i can't find the son of a bitch anyway what what son of a bitch are you looking for well because i also got one of Ilana's facebook memories on my facebook i thought i saved it and i didn't so hmm. are you it's, sure it's, it's on my facebook too it's on all of it you sure she didn't just repost it a memory and you just happened to see it it was in my memories Oh, well, I bet you it was probably something that we took together, like I took and tagged you in it. It was a photo that I think she took whenever she was first starting the camera to to, to learn or something. It was a photograph. Hmm. And I was like, why is that? I, maybe I took that. I don't know. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. But I, I didn't save it. If When it happens again, I'll save it. Yeah, if it does, let me know. Yeah. But, I mean, there there's there's things that, like, I've memories on facebook that you were tagged in from mm -hmm. like when we first started doing this mm -hmm. you know yeah, that well that one year mark mm -hmm. that was cool yeah, yeah. i like that one mm -hmm. yeah it's been a year it's been longer than that now well, yeah a little bit and we're a bit older yeah i'm balding now you're still sexy as fuck well, thank you <laughs> thank yeah. you very much Still, like, you got a head full of hair. Look, he at does. Him. He does. I mean, look at him. He's got that Grecian formula in there. It's going something. It's going the day on. you go bald, I'll bring you some turtle wax. We'll shine that fucker up. Uh, when I go bald, <laughs> I'm gonna, whenever I go bald, I'm that guy that's going to just shave it off. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. If I'm bald, I'm bald. If I'm got hair, I got hair. You're going to go full Bruce Willis mm -hmm. on this? I used to when do I'm not here, Jamie's going to be a Jim. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, because I used to be full bald whenever I did construction. I couldn't stand here wearing a hard hat. I I always wondered if you stuck a bald dude's head, you know, when you in, when you go to the bowling alley, they've got one of those ball washers. Oh, yeah. Stick your head in there, and what would I mean? That'd be a cool Benny Hill skit. You know how many people? How do you make your How do you make your bald head shine so good? Well, I go down to the bowling. I go down to the bowling alley and put my head in the ball washer. Yeah, I've seen guys that have real shiny heads. Mine never did that. It, I would have hair growing. I think you. I think they have. I think they, they wax, wax it, it. Really? They have certain kinds. Well, of Well, if I ever get the stuff they put on it that shines around. Right well, if I ever get the ball dough, I'm gonna I'm gonna shave it and wax my balls so I can figure out. What oh right, like. here we go. Right back to the balls. <laughs> We're talking about this head. I did find that out to tonight. his balls. Hold up a second. So anybody, ladies, there? Well, that's all that's listening right now. Listen. So, uh, a client of mine told me today, I love it when women just open up and they yeah, start talking sex. <laughs> yeah. But when they start talking sex, it's amazing because I didn't initiate it this time. So, she's telling me that a woman can walk down a hall or anywhere, it doesn't fucking matter, think about orgasming, and then it, it just ha happens. It just happens. If it's that fucking sensitive, then why do they withhold? 
If it's if it's just seriously, come on. If you can have an orgasm just by walking, why do you bitch about men that don't know what the fuck they're doing? Or, I mean, if they can come that easily, if they can make themselves orgasm that easily, why is it this? Why are we so obsessed with like size? And why are we so obsessed with fucking? I mean, shit, it takes a bit. Yeah. And then we're, I'm tired. I'm out. I'm sorry. You're gonna chime in. <laughs> well, he's in well, a, I mean, a new there, relationship. There's so many. There's so many women out there that would consider it the man's fault because they couldn't get off, but they have no problem doing it on their doing own. Doing it on their own, like right. that. And you're just like, isn't that like a double standard? It's a double yeah. standard, man. <laughs> it's the way things work, Look, man. There's only room for one fucking standard in this room, <laughs> and it's mine. I mean, so I just started practicing this whole idea of you want something, suck my dick. Oh, I haven't done it yet. I'm going to try. Yeah. I'm going to see how that works. Well, I mean, because there's payment, right? Every time you want something, you go to the store, you pay. It's true. Right. You want something for me? Suck my dick. That's not a bad idea. Is that a bad, I mean, is that wrong? I mean, I just got to be a finer way to say it. Give me fellatio or whatever the fuck, you know, but I figure whatever happens, suck my dick. (laughs) You can never go wrong with a dick sucking. No, I mean, for I mean, Christmases. Receiving. Right, right. Well, definitely. definitely. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for Christmas, in my stocking, I want to suck my dick. You, you know, and that's one of those things I talked about before on one of these podcasts. One, I don't know. They all run together. Um, but, you, you you know, like Christmas time, you, you, you get socks. And we're dads. Are you dads? Yeah, we always yeah. get the shitty You're gifts. not a dad yet. No. Give it time. Yeah. Uh, you get socks and underwear and maybe like a coffee mug that says number one dad or whatever, which I adore. Don't get me wrong. Until they throw it in your face. You suck. I fucking love, you know, I love getting shit like that. You're not number one. However, <laughs> from my significant other, yeah, it's real simple. You don't even have to spend a dime. Mm-mm. Just let me Stretch get off without having to do anything. Mm-hmm. That's all I want. Well, no, I like and to a do nap. Stuff. I like and a nap. Stuff. That's all I want. I just I'm, like to do stuff. I, I I don't want to not do anything, but for you, come on, I don't. <laughs> just suck my dick. Yeah, and lick my ass too. I Whoa, guess, hey, you know? all right. Get I mean, if you're not into that, I'm sorry, but you know, well, you do, bidet. He, he does use a bidet, so there's that in length. I mean, they people can hear it. We need to do something with those doors. Yeah, it's awfully. It's loud. It's pretty loud. Had to set a timer for you earlier. (laughs) Man, I tell you what, I I feel compacted. I think it's the stress. Well, you definitely your diet is shit. It's garbage. You need to eat better. You you need like a well balanced diet. Like, see, I'm on the don't eat right now diet. It's working pretty good. Don't eat right now. Yeah. What does that mean? So, like, I got a pizza waiting in there, and I won't eat it until when. Until right before I go to bed. Okay, that is horrible, first no, of all. No, because then I'm full and I ain't going back and getting snacks. Okay, but let me just tell you what happens to your gut when you eat right before bed. It sleeps. <clears throat> no, <laughs> it sits and just turns to fucking fat. Yours maybe, but mine sleeps. <sighs> okay. <laughs> no, I have a hard time. So I've tried peanut butter before you go to bed. Uh, that fuck that. It makes me hungrier and thirsty. You, know? you need to drink a two ginormous glasses of water right before bed. That's going to make me throw up. You'll be full. Yeah, but I'll throw up and I won't be full no more and I'll eat a snack. 
There's just no winning with you, man. I can't. I have. I have. So when you, I literally live by moods. I won't eat. I, you can make a seven course meal that may be the best damn steak in the world. If I don't want a steak, I'll eat leftovers. I'd rather be miserable eating leftovers than eat what you made. Not because it doesn't taste good. Mm-hmm. I just don't want a steak. I would rather have garbage than to eat what I don't want, which is kind of sounds stupid because I don't want leftovers. Either, but. Yeah, that is stupid. Yeah, but if there's banana pudding in their fridge. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to turn that shit down. So, oh my God, Jordan. Yep. Alana made some banana pudding for me. And I'm not lying. Like, I couldn't walk past that kitchen without going in. I had. <laughs> and I can't get just one bite. I'm like. No. She makes some good shit. So, it got to where. I, instead of putting it in a bowl and getting more than one bite. I took the ladle. I took. Not a ladle, one of the big cooking spoons, and that's what I would get a spoonful, and I go to the bathroom and eat. It's very sanitary. <laughs> I well, I mean, how is that not sanitary? That's sanitary. My ladle or my spoon isn't touching my dick. It's just, you know, and it's good. It's so good. Yeah, I the last pan when she made the last batch, she made three pans: one for you, mm-hmm. one for the house, for me. Um, yeah, and then one for our neighbors. Um, I shared mine with you. Yeah, yeah. But the 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 I almost I I think I about damn near ate that whole thing by myself. I mean, and they, you could they barely ate any of it. The, if you like banana girls. pudding, do you like banana pudding? Oh, I love banana pudding. Okay, it's the especially best. like they came out with the banana pudding moonshine. The fuck? Oh man, I can't. I can't do See, that. and I, and the thing is, I don't have to. I, I don't I don't drink that much, but. I'm scared of that vomiting. That's good stuff. So whenever I drink, I don't know that I was an alcoholic, but whenever I drink, I can't. I I, I keep drinking until I'm sick, if it's good. Yeah. Like with Jameson and Monster, that's my favorite at the time. I would keep drinking, 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 and I throw up. So that's that was the Monster. If you just drank Jameson, you'd have been fine. Well, no, I did do that too. Six shots before I did my Monster drink. See, I don't understand why anyone in their right mind would put anything in jameson other than maybe a little ice well well six shots because i had to work up to the monster yeah i i i was a i when i was an alcoholic well i am you can't see and this is the 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 gray area when you when you are an alcoholic you can never say when i was because you're you're always an alcoholic i i want to drink every single fucking day that rolls do you yeah really dude I, I I dream about it. Yeah, I do, and like it's so vivid. Sometimes, like I so vivid me drinking in my dream that I will wake up going, "Oh my god, I can't believe I just drank." That's and what I'm it like, feels "Oh like? shit, I was dreaming." I didn't know that's what I felt, dude. I it's always and like Alana drinks, and it's fine. I can be around people. I can go out to bars. I can be around people that drink, um, and they'll never know. Yeah, you know, unless I'm like, you know, they offer to buy me a drink, and I'm like, I'm that's, good. That's, you know, I, that's making sense now. You know, but I, 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 I like, I'm, gri- I'm gripping my hands right now thinking about it. Like, no, we don't you know, have to talk yeah. about it. No, it's fine. I mean, it's good to talk about it. You know, you know what's what's weird is that makes sense when I say that makes sense. It means, I mean, you, because because when if I had to describe you to anyone, I would say. You got your shit together, very structured. You, you you know, today's Tuesday, if today's Tuesday, you know, me, I'm on like it was today, Wednesday. Um, but it makes sense now because almost as if you were to let go one time, your whole world would fall apart. 
you'd stop he, being reliable, you'd stop being dependable. And he needs that structure because if he didn't have it, then he would nothing yeah. stopping him from going over unravel and everything. Yeah, yeah, I would. I and it's funny because you know be, the 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 very thing that people think that I'm an asshole for. Yeah, is because I always want to have control. But if I don't have control over the things that I need to have control over, I feel like I'm spiraling. You know, it's funny is I'd never wanted to have control. My second wife and my first wife both said that's part of the reason why we divorced. Yeah. Is I don't want to control nobody. Right. I want to only control me. Yeah. Um, anyone that knows me knows that whenever I start organizing, it's because everything around me that I don't have control over that I need control over is falling apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I can't stand having control. I don't, I don't want to have control over anything but myself. It's too much pressure. No, it's, it's, it's not my job. Mm. And, and I'm not one of those, but I'm saying whenever it comes down to it, I'm not here to be your dad. Mm-hmm. You were raised already. I sure. don't want to fucking deal with that. Yeah. Um, and, and if, if I have to put myself in a role where I'm doing that, then now I'm responsible for your actions. That's bullshit. Your actions are yours. Right. I'll keep mine. I'll hold myself accountable. Hell, you can hold me accountable. But controlling you gives you now the right to control me. Right. Fuck that. I don't I don't I don't like that. I don't like that. They're grown ass people. You know, my second wife was a was a true alcoholic as well. Mm-hmm. Still is, but she's functioning. She's functioning. If you took the drink from her, she would come out swinging. Oh yeah. And I'm talking I could like I used to count like the bottles, bottles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and it, we had to have two recycle bins. Yep, one for the house with everything we recycled and drank, water, and I worked out a lot, and set sodas and stuff, and alcohol. Yeah, I I when I I the height of my alcoholism was when I was in the apartment and like there was a one of the dipsy dumpsters right outside. Which was also nice. I didn't when living in an apartment, I had to go pull my shit out for trash day. You know, <laughs> you know, you just throw it out. Window. Yeah, just throw it outside whenever you feel like it. But every time I threw my my trash away, it was bottles. You hear that clinking? Mm-hmm. If I hear that clinking right now, it, it it I cringe because I lived with someone like that. And not to, I'm not harping on nobody, but um. You know, whenever you're going every week to spend about $300 and up. Mm-hmm. On, it gets costly, for sure. Yeah, and, and, and you know, I used to say I don't know where the money went. <laughs> but just saying that right now, I realize that, uh, you know. You know where it went. <laughs> I know where it went, you know. Um, I don't I don't understand addiction, and that's why I was like, really? Because I don't understand addiction. I've done so many things. Drugs um, and uh, cigarettes. Sm- I quit smoking cold turkey. I quit dipping cold turkey. I quit doing. If I don't want to do it, if money is like a problem, and I've even told you, mm-hmm. if I don't have enough for my bills, I'm not going to go out and partake. You know, we've you talked have about no problem with cutting yourself off right, from stuff. That right, because like I've wanted to do mushrooms uh, because everyone tells me that it's a spiritual experience. I've wanted to do that. Um, and with me having my faith now, I want to experience what's going to happen, you know, even more so. But I don't have the money to try it right now, so I'm not going to do it. In the past, whenever I did, if I wanted to try it, I would have already done it a couple times. By right. Now. It's just one of those things. For me, addiction is more like. Um, it's a weakness. No. I view it as that. I, I for view, me. I view addiction as feeling a void. 
um, uh, because I had to go to NA and, and in Paris it, back then it was uh, uh, alcoholics, but NA for, for lack of a better way of putting it. And then with Narcotics Anonymous, because I had to, by law, I had to go take these classes. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, I never understood the stories because I'm sitting there going, well, why don't you just stop? You know? Um, but there's, yeah, I mean, what I say, it's a weakness. It There's, you, every everybody has a will. And whether, depending on how strong your will is, because like I could, I could never quit anything cold turkey. Yeah anything um you know everyone in my family has like a severe addictive shit going on like anything you know i get addicted to all tv shows and you know whatever you know but for me it was a weakness i could not it was something i couldn't control in myself it was something i had to have it was and it made me feel uh, when i started realizing that and i was like you know how the fuck am I going to allow some bullshit like this control me? Yeah. You know, and it was, but they've proven that it's not a weakness. They've proven who the fuck are they? Okay. I'll find the show for you, but there's a, there's a, the fuck it is there. There is a group of uh, people and they've proven it through, I think it's Guatemala or or whatever. It's, it's, it's a country. Uh, it's on the Ted talks too. If you want to look it up, they have proven through before whenever they were talking about alcoholism or drug addiction, they took rats, put them in this, this confined space, a controlled experiment where they had one side that was water and one side that had water mixed with narcotics or whatever. And they noticed that the, the rats would go to the narcotics all the time. Right. Um, so they obviously I know, said, I know the, 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 what the experiment you're right. talking about. I've, I've read about it. So, so from there they say, okay, well now that rat's addicted or mouse, whatever. It wasn't until I want to say 10, maybe 20 years ago and watch the Ted talk. It's easier than reading it. Please reading. It sucks. But what they did was they then decided, let's take this experiment another level. Cause for 50 plus years, people have been, you're an addict and, and they've, they vilified you. And as a people, now we're going to make you feel like you're, uh, broken okay Pretty well they unique. they were trying to, to uh shame you no they were trying to say it was a, a sickness like it was a uh, like you're sick right you know and i and honestly, they talk about your brain receptors and all the other stuff right yeah but what they did is they took other mice and put those mice in with that mouse the one that they and they were all from the same cage or whatever and what they noticed was all the mice would then drink from the water. What they realized and what they found is that an addictive personality is really, uh, they have lost connection with something that they have emotional connection to. So if you, what they've done and in this country where they've, they've practiced this is they started reintegrating addicts. Uh, giving them a safe place to use if they're going to use integrating them into society, giving them jobs, giving them counseling, loving them rather than shunning them. Cause most families, you know, an addict, most families have gotten burnt out and they're going to say, get the fuck out of my life. Mm-hmm. We can't deal with this no more. And it's hard. And and they're not wrong for feeling that way. Mm-hmm. But Whenever you look at an entire country where they practice this, reintegrating them, giving them meaning, giving them substance and caring for them, what they found is they have a hundred percent 
what is it, uh, rate where they don't go back to using, mm-hmm. period. There has, they went from the third largest drug, uh, I guess, country or whatever, to now it is the number one country where they don't have the addiction as much as the rest of the world. I watch the TED talk. It's amazing. Because what they're doing is they're rebuilding these connections for people that have lost either that feeling of love for themselves or the love from other people or whatever. Think about whenever you're depressed, what do you want to do? Think about whenever you lost your job, what do you want to do? It's giving people a reason to not. Whenever Coleman asked me how I got off on bath salts, and I will say bath salts was harder than anything. I thought I was never going to get off of it. Uh, He asked how I got off of it, and I told him, I said, uh, I had something more that I wanted than that, and it was my son. Just knowing that if if I stopped doing that, I would get him back was all I needed, and it was it literally... I don't crave any of it. It's just now whenever I'm depressed and I don't have that connection, I do want. Like right now, I can tell you, I want I want all the time. Mm-hmm. But that's because I'm missing that something, that one right. thing that I crave. So Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, like for me. I don't uh, want it when we were together. I was depressed. You know, because of my divorce and my situation and being mm-hmm. fucking broke and being poor and barely make it. But, oh, the same situation I'm in right now. So I started drinking and, you know, honestly, it was it was recreational at first. And then I started trying to fill that hole, uh, you know, inside of me. And then it just it just grew and it became the addiction. It was like at first it was like, OK, look, this I don't feel as bad when I'm drinking. And then it just turned into, I got to have it. I got to have it. And literally buying a fucking handle every night of Jameson, you know, and drinking that shit until I passed out. You start off by what? Telling yourself I'll wean myself off? No, I, I mean, microdose. I didn't, I, I didn't wean myself off of the, uh, the alcohol. That was something that I actually, the first time I ever went cold turkey, like I, I can't quit anything cold turkey, but I, Literally, I I knew I had a problem. I almost fucking died. You know, I was driving into work. Uh, You know, I don't know if this is like an admission here, but I was driving into work after, you know, drinking. Allegedly. All night, allegedly. um, (laughs) And no sleep. You know, I didn't sleep at all. And I, I was driving that. It was a 350Z, you know, fast little low profile car. You know, and I was always like those yeah. hauling ass down Blanding Boulevard and damn near flipped a bitch, you know. So I pulled over right then and there and I stopped. I called my boss and I was like, yo, I've been up vomiting and shitting all night, you know, just make some shit up. And I was like, I <clears throat> I didn't sleep all night and uh, which that wasn't a lie, you know, um, you know, I'm just like, I, I can't I can't work today because there were many a days that I went to work. And it was, you know, like when you're around somebody that's got alcohol, that been drinking all day, it's like coming out of their pores. You can smell it smell on it. them. Smell it, especially beer. No matter how much they brush their teeth and the shit like that, you can still smell it. It's, it's yeah. coming out of their skin. That was me. And I would go into work drunk, you know, and not good, not good, but uh, allegedly. Um, mm. <laughs> <laughs> disclaimer. Uh, no, I mean, you know, and I realized I had a fucking problem and then I thought about my kids. I was like, dude, I got to fucking be here. I got mm-hmm. shit. I, ca- I can't, you know, 
I can't let myself go. I was, and I, and, and what the weird thing is, is the people I was hanging around, the friends, the so-called friends that I had were doing nothing but enabling me. Yeah. Hey, let's go out for drinks. You had to cut Uh, ties. Uh, and or, or if I had a friend come over, they'd bring a bottle of Jameson. They knew I love Jameson. Oh, was that yours? Yeah, yeah I fucking, that's all I drank. Mm. I mean, it was either right out of the, I mean, I wouldn't never drink it out of the bottle. I'd pour it into a glass, but it was either, you know, uh, straight up or with ice. And that was it. Um, I didn't mix it with shit. But um, yeah, not good. Not good. But when I quit, all those people stopped coming around. Mm-hmm. They stop calling. They stop hanging out. They stop, you know, wanting to hang they out. They try with to me. say you, you, you're not as fun anymore because no, they didn't even say anything. They just fucking fell off. Yeah. And you know what? I was like, now I know who my friends aren't. You yeah. Know? You know they say they say that um, how many alcoholics do you, do you know that are miserable? I mean, pretty much all of them. Misery loves company. If you're gonna have. If you're going to be drinking, you're going to be miserable. You want to be happy with other misery, miserable people. Well, sure. You know what I mean? Um, and again, it's just filling that void. Like you got, we as human beings, especially men, I think that's why the alcohol rate in men is so high. We have to have those connections with the people we love. We mm-hmm. have to. Yeah. Taking them away is not going to help anybody. I don't feel, and part of the reason why I do feel like, uh, I don't understand addiction is also I don't get high like people do mm-hmm. you know me taking Adderall you're a different fella it's weird he's yeah, different because taking Adderall I got whenever I tried to get off Adderall and I was on the other stuff I went nuts and so my body chemically needs whatever's in there well you ha- yeah I mean once you have something like that in your body which I believe it's, isn't Adderall like a stimulant? It's a it's it's an amphetamine. I don't know the difference yeah. between a methamphetamine and an amphetamine, but I do know that I am the only like out of the users. Whenever I was in Texas, when I did crank, and that's a that's a that's a methamphetamine. Whenever I did that, I was the only motherfucker that would go to sleep. Like I was like I would actually go to sleep better. Then whenever I didn't have anything. Yeah, because it does something different to your body. That's what, yeah. yeah. And and for me, what's really weird is I look around at people that ha- that that get to do stuff and I'm thinking, God, I wish I had something that would give me that feeling. The only thing that gives me that feeling is fucking doing steel work. Whenever I did steel work, I loved heights. We didn't tie off. Um, whenever I would, uh, whenever I build something or when I tattoo. I don't tie off when I have sex. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's hope not. But whenever I tattoo... That's one of the reasons why I love what I do is whenever I tattoo, yeah, you've seen me, I can get into it and um, it's a high, you know, otherwise construction is the thing that, that, that gives me more, more joy than anything. Yeah. Yeah. I take, I take construction or building. If I had a barn and I could weld and I could, you know, name it. If I had a huge, huge warehouse, I would do nothing but build shit and give it away. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if you have any, what are your hobbies? I Six. honestly don't have much hobbies. Just just driving and working I and drive, work, sleep. That's about it. Game. You, you said I've, you wanted a I've, table. Uh, uh, I'm trying to get a gaming table for you know whatever. I'm kind of trying game. to get yeah. into Dungeons and Dragons and shit. Oh, I mean, cool, 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 cool. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be a fun thing for me or might not even be for me. But are you? Is that something you're like looking to get into? Hopefully. Okay. I, I so I, I'm trying to make a gaming room at my house and I'm going to have, you know, I'm going to try to do streaming as far as computer oh, cool. wise and stuff like that too. But 
I've yeah. seen they have um, they have the Dungeons and Dragons like they have like a digital what uh, like a digital table. Yeah, they have a digital table that lays lays the map out on the on yeah. it, and it's wow. Yeah, it has its own playable fog area where your character couldn't see around the corner or something like that. Yeah, Until and you can and you can like um, go in and like build your own you know, for your own story. Look, yep. cause you know, the dungeon and dragons thing is that like, whoever the dungeon master is like, you, yeah, yeah. you, choose the thing. you, you write the narrative <laughs> and like where you're going to, the setting and all that. I shit. always cheated by the way. Just saying. I never played it really, which is why there's, there's a, a game that I just found, uh, up in New Hampshire called descent. Mm-hmm. It's basically D and D, but your phone has an app on it. Oh, okay. that plays as the DM. So oh, the fuck. dungeon master, I'd, yeah. Oh wow! So it takes all the bias out of it, but he chooses like what comes up, or the app chooses what comes up in the game, yeah, or whatever. There goes my, there goes my advantages. <laughs> yeah. That's why I stopped playing because no one would play with me no more. I got caught. <laughs> Same thing with Monopoly. I take that shit so seriously. Mm. I hate Monopoly. That was, video games. I can't play a video game to save my fucking life. I just I can't get into it. I've tried and I just can't. You probably just ain't tried the right video games, honestly. I like I got, right. I got all kinds of friends that are over here going Call of Duty, you know. I've tried it. Uh, girlfriends playing Rainbow Siege, stuff like that, you know. It's and I just I don't like first person shooter games. It's I'm more of an open world, do your own thing where your choices make pro- make problems or advantages in the future. Oh, the, the like. Like build your future, make your own future. Yeah. Well, see, for me, it's the video game controller. Like Super Mario, I had two buttons here, and I had a thing. Directional. Yeah. Yeah. I'm cool with that. I'll play Super Mario maybe, maybe, uh, for about ten minutes, and then I'm done because it's fucking done. But uh, board games, I get into them. I don't know what it is. Like it's it's got to be the controller. I get bored with fucking. Well, see this, this Descent game. It's got the board, and then, like, say you're walking into a building. Yeah. It has the pieces in the box to build the building. Oh, wow. And you can play your character up. It's a 3D model of the building that you make in the game. So you can build. You can build your own the building that it shows on the app, and it'll fill that building up with treasures and stuff like that so, so can it actually you, lays out the whole setup for you That's can cool. you also have sex with the other players in your thing <laughs> i don't know about all that because world of warcraft <laughs> they can time. no seriously in world of warcraft you can have sex with each other and like talk about it it's like phone sex but better because you got characters that you've built like dungeons and dragons but you get to fuck you know and tell how you're fucking like i fuck this warlock dragon demon right in the ass so i that makes me think have you tried vr i have not okay. i have not so like there was somebody talking about it the other day was a comedian talking about it and it was kind of funny like you know you know how vulnerable you are when you're on vr and i don't give a fuck who you are male female and 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 people are gonna fucking disagree with me they're gonna say no but um it's the only way I can get away with killing people. That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> See, that's pe- people are going to disagree with therapy. me, but I don't give a fuck who you are. Within 30 minutes of getting a VR headset, like a Quest or whatever, porn. you're going to porn. You're going to check it out. Mm. You're going to do it. 
it's going to happen. I know I did, but <laughs> was it good? No, it was. It kept crashing the fucking thing. But anyways, well, the point is, you're vulnerable. Okay, yeah. you're sitting there, and you mm-hmm. have this. You're blindfolded, basically. And well, they also have the ones with their earpieces in, and. You know, yeah. I heard about somebody going, you know how easy it would be to find somebody and just break into their house and they won't know you're even there? You're right. Like you could break in and sneak in and they're in there playing in the living room and you're in here and they'll stealing never hear you. all their crap and they won't know nothing right. but, because but, they got it in their ears and they got their head set. That's what I wanted to do. Remember, <laughs> that was my fantasy I wanted to do. Like <laughs> I control what someone's feeling, hearing, tasting, and all that stuff, remember? Mm-hmm. I just need a VR. Headset. That's it. But... It, Picture this. You're in your room and you got your VR headset on and you got lube all over your dick nice. and you're buck ass naked. Yeah. And you, you're supposedly alone in your room. And you, you can't see. Somebody. Yeah. You don't know if somebody's standing right in front of you. Why don't they have a sensor that says beep, beep inside it? That's, hey, VR guys, that's a million dollars. That's my, my idea. That's my, my patent. I'd be sitting there doing that and all of a sudden you'd feel somebody else touch you. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about it. You are vulnerable. Very. You wouldn't know they were there until it was too late. Wow. <laughs> you could like, people could kill you in your yeah. VR jacket. Well, that's that's like, there's like a lot of futuristic movies and stuff where they're like, uh, what was that movie with Bruce Willis? Um, where they were like. Die hard. Surrogate. No, no, surrogate. Yeah. yeah, where they're asleep in a room, but they have a robot that well, walks around. Yeah, well, they're in their VR thing, yeah. and and they basically, their entire consciousness jacks into a, a robot body. Then you can look however you want. You can be a woman, a man, you whatever. You build the body however you want. And um, everybody, like everybody, lives that way. And, and that that's the whole thing. And at, by the end of it, you know, he's like, fuck this thing. And he's like just living on his Basically, own. Basically, somebody had made a virus in the movie that was killing people. Well, that's the metaverse. That's where everything's headed. Yeah. yeah. That's where we're headed. I ain't doing that. Well, I, I mean, I, Elon Musk, I mean, whatever yeah. you think about him, he's got that. Uh, a chip. A microchip. Neurochip. Yeah, a neurochip. Neurolink, I think is what it's called. Yep. And they put it in your brain yeah. and it can't, you'll get a a headset or something and you'll lay down you close your eyes and then when you open your eyes back up you're in the digital world playing in a different world well that is uh that's a little different than what i had heard him explain it the way the the chip that they have now is is the size of like my fingernail my pinky fingernail it's tiny yeah and they basically they 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 bore out a piece of your skull the same size as the chip they insert the wires into the affected area and they or whatever area that they need to insert the, the, the leads into. And then they put that chip down where the skull was and then basically pull your fucking do back over it and it will it will become part of your skull. Um, but what that chip is supposed to do it, and what it was originally tended to do was people that can't see or mm-hmm. hear or taste or smell things, they they can actually tap into those parts of your brain and reactivate them because yeah. they basically, all the connections have been broken. Yeah. And so now with that, they can bring it back together and they can activate those those connections well, again. Well, I mean, that's where it would start. But I mean, could you, oh, imagine, yeah. could you imagine, say, you're laying in your living room and you're mm-hmm. just like, I want to go to Paris tonight. Mm-hmm. And you close your eyes, you put your VR on, and the next thing you know, you wake up and you're in Paris. Right. 
and you're able to total do, recall. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. able to do something. Which I there, mean, and you're able to eat the food and taste the food and if drink, you're, drink. How can you taste the food? Because that's what the chip does. It'll, it tells you that you're tasting. It's it. signals. Yeah, it's, it's all signals. signals. So then your you're brain. tasting what they tell you it's tasting like. Yeah. Fuck that. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's all just electrical impulses. Oh, but I he did talk about eventually basically covering, like taking the entire skull mm. and replacing it with a bunch of chips, yeah, you know, just, that's, and, and you've seen ghost in a shell. That's too yeah. much. But I mean, like, you know, there's the applications for it are people that can't walk. They've had severed spines or whatever. Yeah. And now they can re repack. They can reconnect those, those, and they'll be able to walk again, be able to use their arms again. What have you? There's does it, a, does uh, that not concern anybody? There, there's a movie that yeah, really because, makes you concerned about it. When you watch this movie, it's called upgraded. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, where the guy had the chip plugged into yeah. the back of his head and he couldn't walk, and he had the chip plugged up in the back of his head, and all of a sudden he could walk. And the chip had an AI program in it that, whenever he relinquished Tom control, Hardy. it would it would take over his body and kill people and precision. Yeah, precisionly kill people. So this is the reason why I would be concerned with it because like none of us can say we know deep down underneath the White House or wherever the fuck it's at, the bunker. We don't know motives. Mo- well, well, again, technology that we see is usually, they said, uh, 10 years um, when we receive the technology, it's been in the stages of 10 years of actually being functioning. Right. And probably about 10 years prior to that of working it to get it to the functioning stage. So where we're at with all this stuff is now 20 years behind those powers that be. Now, whenever we get that technology and they're doing all that, what those people, what have they decided to do 20 years prior to us getting that technology? Are they going to get us all on these chips? And now we're going to have the super army or... Uh, we're going to start fucking killing off, uh, you know, whatever. Well, and that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, any anything like that is going to be used. I mean, you can put whatever positive spin you want to. Because like I said, when I was watching the interview with Elon Musk, it was all about helping people, you know, people, blind people will be able to see, da, 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 so on and so forth. But there are people in this world that will take advantage of it and go, we could, we could. We could weaponize this. Or maybe yeah. that's how he's getting these things passed like by probably, making it like, sound like, like if you thought malfunctioning on the iPhone was bad. Right. Imagine a malfunction on a chip in your brain. Oh fuck. That's what I'm saying. Like what if he's getting this shit passed stuff. by saying, I'm trying to help everybody. Or the government's just passing it because they're like, We can we can weaponize this. Yeah. We're gonna fund it. Mm. But also think about it this way, because and this is how, you know, it's going to happen. You remember we're old enough to remember rotary phones. Yeah. OK. Oh, yeah. Uh, pay phones and then pagers came and yeah. you kind of just got one. It didn't really you didn't, didn't really do shit. think about No, you didn't really think about it. It just became part. It just. Oh, I got a pager now. And it just became a part of your daily routine. And a lot of work companies would give them out to you. Too. Right. You like know, it, you're on call. Here's your pager. Sure, because they want to have access to you all the time. Yeah. And and then you get cell phones came out, 
and everybody wanted to have a cell phone. And there were people, there were those outliers that were like, I will never use a fucking cell phone. I don't want it. I don't want that bullshit. Yeah. But they ended up getting one because everybody was like, come on, man, everybody has one. Yeah. And, you know, and, and then the smartphones came and now it's like, you know, fucking give your kid a smartphone. There's a calculator on it. If you turn it sideways, it's a scientific calculator. I don't have to buy one. Fuck yeah. So all those teachers that told you you'd never have a calculator right in front of you. Right. They're all full of shit. (laughs) Fuck you guys. Yeah. (laughs) But, but it just, it's the way things go. Society, it only takes a few people to start it and they're going to test the beta test it. And then they'll be like, oh, this is great. And then there's going to be people that are pushing back like, no, 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 no. Um, and there's still people that are like, you know, they uh, they call us hipsters when we don't want to to go into the, you know, when we're not when we don't like to do shit that everybody that's mainstream. Everybody else. I say we because I get called a hipster all the time, <laughs> you know, because when there's something that's popular that everybody wants to fucking do. I don't want to do it like TikTok when it came out. I didn't want nothing to do with it. Like, you know, it reminded me of Vine. I never downloaded Vine. You know, it was an app. It was just like TikTok. People okay. make short, short format videos. Anyways. What happened to it? It got. It disappeared. It just, yeah. It just went to shit. It, now all the Vine videos are all in compilations on fucking YouTube. But. Um, oh, I know what Vines are. They're funny. Yeah, they're funny. But. Um, so there's always going to be those people. But eventually those people will be integrated. Oh, all the old people when smartphones came out. And there's still a lot of old people that don't know how to work cell phones, you know, and and mm. even, you know, not so old people. <laughs> you know how to work your smartphone. You just keep giving your password. Fuck no, that's not the only thing. That, that, that's not the only thing that, that, that I like that way iPhone has the squares. OK, because it builds a square phone. Basically, you fill up the screen and it's all squares. Circles piss me off because circles got a lot of wasted fucking space there. You got to have a bigger phone just to have as many squares as uh, then 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 actually you can't have as many squares. It's impossible because they're going to come out with one just as big. So this circles is OCD kicking in. Well, yeah, yeah, because circles are stupid and you can't take that circle, put it in another circle. I could put a square in another square. Circle gets the square. You know, but <laughs> anyway, what if the government back off of me? What if the government didn't have any malintent? Mal- what if oh, they did. Elon Musk didn't have any? There's another concern there is is if we figure out how to keep people alive through cancer and on all of the bullshit, then what we're doing is we're trying to defeat death. We're trying to say, let's well, keep everybody. The goal. the goal. I want to die. I don't no, I don't be. mean by, I don't mean you and me. I'm talking about rich people. They want to live forever. Oh uh, yeah. The, the people, but why would anyone want to live forever? That really sucks. I mean, honestly, um, you get to watch everybody that you love now, but it gets more depressing because you get to watch everybody that you love die. Die. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then I'm building gonna, those connections up again when you're old. But if you look they at can't it, make you look younger. But if you look at it this way, uh, if if you if there's a way that you can live forever, then your loved ones can do it, too. But what's going to happen is there's going to be population control and your body will still die. What are they going to do when you start stinking? No, I'm just no, they'll Flesh figure is out falling off. They're going to figure out a way like through the Neuralink. They'll yeah. figure out a way to upload your consciousness into a fucking computer base and then they'll build a new body and then just bloop, bloop, download you. But my oh, question Oh, then I want that. Yeah. I want to be my, I want to come back like a hot My mother. question is is it just your consciousness? Is it just your thoughts and, your, and your memories? memories? Or is it your personality? Actually you. 
because yeah. you know when you're you know when it's you're completely you and somebody didn't change something right or is it just a record that is it just a recording of you you yeah. know like did they just implant your your recordings into an ai and it just because even if they videotape the whole thing, they can still cut and spice that motherfucker. You watch it. Oh, well, it would also beg the question of how many of them, how many of you are out there? Yeah. And so, why I mean, would they still think they about cloning? they make copies of you. Why, why clone whenever you can keep a dude alive forever? Yeah. And that Will Smith movie where they, the guy built a younger Will Smith and they had to fight each other. Oh, yeah. That's, Isn't that the same fucking thing? That was a clone. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it, I mean, but in that, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a clone of him, and it's he's, you know, he does, but he doesn't have the same experiences as, yeah, you know, because he was raised by he was raised asshole. differently, so they don't have the same uh, thoughts, you know, and memories and all that bullshit. But like, I don't know, it's just weird to think about. They fucking. did have the same mannerisms, though. Yeah, look at my son. Look at our kids. I didn't raise Dylan, but Dylan still acts a lot like me. I, I'm sorry yeah. for it. What you talking about, Russell? That, that, yeah, but they about to be dead. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Are we that scared of death that we're going to try and figure out how to clone yes. ourselves? Or we're going to make ourselves yes. robots? Or we're going to make ourselves what fucking druids or whatever? We're that scared of death. It's part of life. Well, I'll put it to you this way. You don't appreciate life if you don't have death. I, I, think, I think of it in terms of we are in an exploration phase, especially like currently. Everybody is so excited about like <clears throat> this new... Uh, what is it called? The new uh, telescope that they shot out that's yeah. going further than ever. And There's another one? Yeah, and it's like going further and they can see all these new galaxies and all these new The universes. older galaxies. When yeah, they they yeah, recently. Um, yeah. But what? They're wanting to explore this, you know, but we, like space exploration will not happen with you. I don't think it'll happen with humans and human bodies until we can figure out how to download people that don't have cell phones. I honestly don't oh, think. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I honestly don't think it'll ever happen if we keep fighting each other. Oh, yeah. That's why they're dividing together. everybody. Like Pronouns is just, just another way to divide people. Countries and countries fighting each other for no fucking reason. Well, they're all here. Except money. I mean, yeah. I mean, not all of them. Well. I'm just making No, I, I was still. not all of them to him. He, uh, he always bags on that. <laughs> well, no, I mean, but when you think about it, when you think about it like this, you're right. But don't you think like we before before Black Lives Matter and before pronouns and all this other stuff, when you only had what four categories you had heterosexual, homosexual, and you had men and women. Well, you've always had multiple categories. It's just that not everybody discussed them, yeah. and there wasn't as much social. They were never media. defined. Well, there wasn't enough. There wasn't as much social media, and it wasn't pl- right in your fucking face all the time, right? You know, unless it came on the news or it was in the it paper, was, you didn't hear more, about it. What was it? It was more uh, talked down about, really. Like it was, it was, but there had to have been an inception time whenever yeah. they they come up with hey. Let's be a pronoun. Or what was the one gentleman said, you know, this is the first time in in history where we are convinced to be different in than everyone else. We got a title for it. We now now we're basically cacheting this person's this person. Put them in this box, this box, this box, this box. But those boxes will eventually turn on each other. Yeah. And then you've got division amongst all, not classes, not genders, not races. It's everything. When it you just divide, becomes so convoluted. Right. When you divide everybody, you conquer everybody. Right. Yeah. And in order to control you, that's what they do. So people that are looking for 
I'm this or I'm that. And they're trying to figure out if they're the next thing. What they're doing is they're basically secluding themselves, segregating from the rest of the population that has stuff to offer. I remember whenever music, everyone listened to the, everyone listened to Michael Jackson, everyone listened to pop, jazz, whatever. Nobody divided themselves. And then metal came. No, there was still clicks. There was clicks, but pretty much a black person, a white person, a Mexican and a Lebanese person would listen to George Michael or whatever the fuck. Now, oh, hell no, Sam Cooke. I ain't listening to that. I don't listen to that. That's not what I listen to. So whenever you do that, you look at it now where there's so many musical uh, genres. I can't keep up. It used to be like 12. Now there's like hundreds of them. Yeah. So you divide us. You make us want to be divided. It's our own. It's our own free will. Nobody can blame us. And now we're we're, no one's going to be looking out for each other. We're not. We're not teaching you how to do Asian fusion or you how to cook Italian. Or so stuff. should we, should we go? My question is we should go back to hunter gatherer. Yes. Because every, there's two roles. You're a hunter or you're a gatherer and that's it. There's nothing else. The more that's your life. Your life is, well, I mean, honestly, it should be hunter gatherer. And then like uh, the person that makes the fucking structures that we live in outside of that, we don't need nothing else. No. And if the, and if we did that, if we would just do that, mm. we wouldn't have we wouldn't have mortgages. We wouldn't have to worry about fucking taxes. We wouldn't have to worry mm. about banks. You know, the fuck government. Fuck your tribe. That's yeah. your government. Whoever is running the tribe, that's who. You know, and they had to fight to be that dude or chick, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, they say in tattooing, uh, they say <laughs> less is more, or they also say keep it simple, stupid. Mm-hmm. You know. We talked about autocorrecting and how life will autocorrect itself. If you're going towards that brick wall so many times, you'll eventually move past that brick wall. You'll miss it. You'll skip it, whatever. Um, By doing all this stuff, we're diluting. We're diluting the human race into different flavors, if you will. And we don't become one whenever we need to. And and this is one of the things that Dominic has talked about so many times whenever he talks about if we got invaded in it as a country 100 years from now. I mean, at least now everyone has a gun, mm-hmm. but most places, not California. If you were to take that and you were to just kind of, you know, let's go with the program and see what it will be like in 100 years or yeah. maybe just 20. What are we going to be like? Sure. Are we going to band together? Are we going to care about each other? Are we going to have compassion or are we going to be like, eh, that's the pronoun she or they? I ain't got to fuck with them. You know, what is it? Well, I definitely don't think that I don't think like like somebody was talking about martial law, you know, like yeah. that will never happen in the United States. Never, never. The 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 <laughs> as long as citizens have ammunition and arms. Sure. But you're, that's, not, you're not going to every election. Law. That's a big hot topic in every election. They talk about it. And I'm you, telling you, yeah, ammo because goes, they want to control us. Yeah. Ammo skyrockets because, you know, what? they divide the people in the voting process. I I mean, think about it. Yeah, because everyone now has a gun. But if they divide us into groups of gun liking people, those that don't like guns, go, those that want guns for the military or they want them to have rocks and those that want to carry knives, we're going to get invaded or we're going to get fucked because we won't band together no matter what. There's strength in numbers. Yeah. Well, there was a, uh, I think I might have talked about that. I don't know if it was with Alana. I can't remember. Like I said, they all run together. But anyways, uh, there was a guy that I was, it, it was a TikTok. It was a, it was a guy that he was in the military and he was over, 
the fuck was he at? I don't Germany or something like that. And this guy was like old, old, like from me, like he probably on death's door, you know, he was really old anyways. And he was one of the, I guess he was in the, uh, the old SS, <laughs> you know, he was with the, the bad guys. And, um, he was just having lunch with the guy and he was talking to him. He's like, how come you guys never invaded, you know, America? And he goes, we had plans too. And he said, was it our military? He goes, no, 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 God, no. He said, we had a contention plan for every branch of military, every install. We knew where every place was in installment for uh, military. We knew all of that. We had it all mapped out. The only factor we could not suss out was all of the gun-toting fucking people that live in your country. Mm. No matter where Behind we Behind every blade of grass was another gun. Yeah, he's it, they, 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 yeah. They said. He said everywhere we would have landed, we would have been overrun by civilians with guns. Uh-huh. We would never have made it. So yeah. that was the only reason that we didn't get invaded. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and that, that's creepy. I mean, I mean, it's creepy to think about, but it's also creepy to think that the, our government wants to take our shit. Yeah. And that there's people that don't want it. You know, I, I you know, there's people out there that don't want um, civilians to have guns. And I get it. There's a lot of fuckery. There's yeah. a lot of fuckery. But, uh, you know, the, but who's responsible for it? Doesn't matter how you slice it. If that gun lays on that table and nobody ever picks it up, it will never go off. Right. Well, if you, you put know, a knife on the table, it ain't and, never cutting nothing. Yeah, it's no, not going to cut nobody until somebody picks it up. And yeah, starts. It takes, it's human. But you think about it, take it a step further. Again, take it a step further. So we got, all got guns. Nobody's trained to use them. I mean, anyone can go buy a gun. Sure. You know, uh, the person that doesn't know how to use a gun is just as deadly as the, the person that's trying Agreed. to Agreed. So along with owning a gun comes the knowledge of how to use that yeah. gun. Yeah. That's why I feel like they need to have people. Like I was talking to Dan about it. Um, he's, you know, being a sharpshooter, people, he has a skill that he could teach. That's why people like going to that place at St. Augustine. They can learn tactical training. Mm-hmm. Do we need to know that? I think so. You know, whenever we, Coleman was, was six or seven and I was calling to pick him up one day, I couldn't get a hold of his mom. And for hours I kept, and then Jackie went with me and we went to go get Coleman. Mm. No one would answer the door and I'm banging on the door. I was so terrified that I couldn't get him. I called the police. The police came, they banged on the door. Finally, uh, his mama came to the door and you could smell it. You know, she was passed out and Coleman went to bed, but because if she passed out, he didn't like seeing her that way. So he would turn the TV up and he'd go to sleep. Yeah. So he couldn't hear us. I, told the police officer before she came to the door i'll go in the back but i'm scared that i want to walk in and my family is dead and there's blood all over the floor i don't know what to do that thought terrified me so much that coleman and i implemented a perimeter check every night when he was with me he was supposed to do it with his mom we also started we talked about if someone did ever come in the house he was supposed to get under the bed get his cell phone make sure it was charged every night so that if his mom did have to take because she would do it she had to take someone or try to stop them he would have enough time to call 911 and he may get hurt he may hear his mom getting hurt but to save her life he had to call 911 same thing here we had to do that because i was so terrified that i was going to walk in and they would all be dead um 
that single incident is the reason why she went from living in a house to renting an apartment that had uh, those security. security. Um, not because I asked her to, but because she was more afraid that I was going to try and take him. Uh, however, I was happy that that happened because the thought was so horrifying that I was going to, and the cop told me, I can't tell you to do this, but I'll turn my back and you go check in the back. Cause he yeah. had knocked several times. Finally, he said, I was, I was going to do that. Finally, he said one more time, just let me knock one more time. And he did after talking to the other officer. He did, and she answered the door. I can't tell you that fear, but think about what would happen if we got invaded. We have people carrying guns that don't know how to use them. How many? How many friendlies are going to get shot? You know, uh, people are going to get shot by friendly fire. How many? How many people won't do anything? How many people are going to get captured because they don't have the skill they need to defend themselves? Back in the day, they taught wrestling, they taught boxing, they taught this shit in school how to defend yourself. Mm-hmm. They don't do it no more. None of that's done anymore. You had to do it on a private level. So him and I were talking and I was like, you know, having people that know your skill is even better than tactical training because you can take him out 500 yards with just iron sights. When he told me he could do that, I was like, holy fuck, I want to know. Yeah. You know, that kind of shit as a country to defend ourselves or as a home to defend ourselves. You can't just buy a gun. You got to learn how to use it. Yeah. You know, but. Well, you know, they talk about like the the gun laws and strengthening the gun laws and all this stuff. But I, we get in, in murder machines every single day. You drove here in one for an hour and a half. Yeah. You know, I mean, and you have to, there's, you have to take a test. Mm -hmm. You know, for me, I I went to like a, you know, when I was in high school, I went and did a a year long class, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, driver's ed, you know, and I got, I did book work and then I got to, train with an instructor i think that shit needs to be taught at a young age like yeah. that like in mm-hmm. high school there should be you know we they have fucking archery why the fuck don't we have you know gun range i know it's scary because you don't want to put yeah. a gun in a kid's hand actually but, i do i mean not in school if no if you're doing it on not your own now. but i think that if you're going to own a gun there should be some sort of course that you have to take yep. and there also should be some kind of certification that you have to get like a license well and that's the thing like with uh concealed carry permits whatever you you know whatever you want to say about it you know guys go in the military they have to have training every day uh, proficient training yeah on these guns and you could walk up there to the courthouse right now pay oh, yeah. to get a carry permit yep you get, get a gun you don't have to take I, whenever i got you my carry to take nothing you didn't have to take no classes no more. I took a twenty five dollar class when we were there I, for two hours. I, I had to paid, take two I classes. I paid sixty bucks. Walked into the courthouse. They printed out my carry permit. No yeah. class. No class. I had to have a basic. But they do give you the option to go to these classes. Like you don't have to, but you can go. When did get they it. change that? Because I had to take a basic firearms class and then I had to take concealed carry class. Well, I mean, it's it's. I got mine in Georgia, so it could be different from state. It's a little North. different in Georgia. Yeah, but I mean, like. <laughs> They took a picture of me right then and there, and they're like, okay, well, here's your paper copy. You got, you'll have a hard copy. They didn't do, like, a background weeks. or anything? No. At this time, I was working at the the uh, jail mm. in Ware oh, County. Okay. So. I had to conceal carry for 10 years. They made me take another background check and test. But, I mean, you got to go get a fingerprint and everything done, sure. of course. But hmm. that's, 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 I, don't, I don't understand that. I mean, but either way, I mean, when it comes to a firearm – those people that those people that don't agree with it, 
think about one thing. People that want to hurt other people practice. They'll find a way. They'll practice. They can get a gun. Yeah. Well, that. you don't have to get a gun, have a gun right. to hurt somebody. But, you know, it's I efficient. I could stand up and punch you in the fucking face right now. How many people don't have the confidence to knock a motherfucker out with one hit? Well, I understand. Yeah. They want to take you out immediately and fast and quick and get the fuck out. Look at what happened with our friend. I can't say their name. But her, she was invaded. It was early morning on a Tuesday. Hmm. These three people came in her house, had her kids, you know, the, the gun to their head you when you think about it think about it like this those people sit down and they practice or stand and practice wherever they're at all the time they learn how to use that firearm because they're there to do what they're meant to do it's another way of saying it's just like a military type installment or whatever thing but it's a gang or whatever they learn how to use that gun because mm-hmm. they're in there to get what they're going to get and they're going to get out they know how to use it and you don't and now your state says you can't have one so what are you going to do? You're going to tackle the son of a bitch. Most people are going to run. And whenever you run, now you're the victim because now they're going to get you. You are going to die without a gun. You're fucked. So get the knowledge, get the training and get a gun and learn. Coleman had a gun in his hand when he was 12 years old. That kid can shoot better than me any day of the week. My yeah. other son, Dylan, Russell had a gun in his hand funny. when he was five. He was in the deer stand when he was three with his grand- grandfather. Yeah. The responsible way to teach helps grow responsible gun carrying individuals. I'll tell you the last time I was at a gun range and real quick, Russell, we're not really going to fight, man. Come on, get out of here. <laughs> he said, let's see it fight. <laughs> You'll find that on pay-per-view for about $50, <laughs> 50, $50, 50 bucks. I, I'll do it. Yeah. The, make the last time here, I was yeah. at the gun range, uh, singles, please. An interesting thing happened. Okay. So there was a father, there and he had his he had two small don't behave. you don't small have to. children <laughs> um <laughs> you don't have to yeah uh, but he had two small children i'd say maybe seven eight years old okay and this motherfucker was scaring everybody at the gun range okay these kids they're tiny and they got tiny little their fingers were like that long i mean you know, they're little he had i want to say it was a 45 and he held it up. He had the kid get up on a fucking step stool, okay? And he was had the kid put his hands around the gun, and he put his hands around the kid's hands. And it, then when he was ready to, to to fire, he like let go and just put his hand one hand underneath the kid's hand, okay? And the, he goes, "All right, pull the trigger." And I thought that kid's hand was gonna fucking break. It went and like recoiled back and his I'm watching his little tiny wrist man I got tiny wrists but that shit bendied back I I mean and I thought I was like first of all he's gonna shoot one of us you know the way that thing was recoiling on him Mm -hmm. and I'm like and or bust himself in the fucking face or shoot himself I I was just like that's not okay or what if what if it what if it misfired right well and he had them practicing on like pellets pellet guns yeah uh, but he also had three handguns that had real bullets. This motherfucker did not pull. He didn't empty the chamber, didn't pull the clips out. Mm. He t- stuck his fingers through the fucking what the trigger, whatever the fuck you call it, where the, the, the hole where the triggers are. Yeah. Does like this and carries all three of them. So, you know what happens when you put your finger in that hole? It, it does what? It shifts. The weight shifts. Yeah. Now the barrel is pointing directly at his fucking face. All three barrels. 
And he's walking around the gun range like this. And I don't, I mean. What gun range is going to allow them to do that? Carry? It was an outdoor gun range somewhere fucking, I don't know. It was probably close to Georgia, Florida line right in there. I don't you know. See, Gateway has, you before you go in, they inspect, you had yes. to have trigger locks on all of it. No, and if, he would, but when they were. Them, they, would, they should have stopped it. No, they, the sure. people that worked there did not see them. We, me and another guy, we walked over like, yo, don't do that shit, man. If you, if you can't unload that gun, if you can't, uh, you know, chamber, unchamber, it, unchamber it and pull the fucking clip out, even then you're still not supposed to do that. I mean, I'm not a gun expert, but I know that much. It's like common fucking sense. And what the fuck was he thinking? I don't know, but I'm like, you are going to kill those kids There's or, you're, or somebody, out here, somebody out here, you know, but that's what I'm saying. Like people don't understand gun safety just because you have a gun does not mean you should be using it. You, yeah. There should be a course that everybody has to take before you can get a license to get a gun. I thought there was. No, there's nothing. Mm. Mm. Yeah. See, I was terrified of guns. I was terrified of guns until my second wife. She was her dad, Dallas. I, I love that man. He, he had her, I, I love him. Uh, he, he had her shooting when she was 12. She still got the same gun that she shot. Um, It's a revolver. I hate revolvers, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, pussy. But I mean, if you're shooting just target practice, revolvers ain't bad. But, you know, whenever it came down to it, she's the one that got me to get my license. And I'll never, I'll always thank her for that because, you know, there's so many times whenever I thought, what if I didn't, you know, uh, thankfully, you know, it's rather to have one and not need it than need it and not have one. But if you don't have, if you don't like guns, learn how to use one anyway. You know, one of the things that Dan was talking about, and he told me, he's like, you know, I'm not going to mention who it was, but some of the things that people do that you don't even think twice about, yeah, unless you're the the victim of the whole thing, is when they shoot up in the air, the velocity of that thing coming down. Yep, yep. The velocity of that thing, you know, what are you celebrating that you got to fucking, you're going to take somebody out that way. That's one of those those things where you know because you have a, a overinflated sense of confidence or whatever. You or know, you're this, just a fucking moron. Or you're a fucking yeah, yeah moron. My I mom, mean. my mom had a coworker that that happened to, and it came down straight down in her living room, like it came down through. It the goes roof through and walls and everything. Yeah. And what it was was somebody had shot it up in the air miles down the road. Yep. And mm-hmm. the velocity of the bullet just traveled and mm-hmm. came straight down. There's been people that have died from shit. Like yeah, that. I mean, you could take a BB, a, a BB as lightweight as that BB is, and drop it from that height. It's going to hurt somebody. Yeah. You know, I don't give a fuck who you are. So, I mean, shit like that, that's just morons. I don't think the gun companies should be responsible for any of the shit that they're being told they have to do. Yeah. A safety is good. But guess what? If you have a safety, like I had the P, I was the P, whatever. It was the fucking Ruger. I hated that. You had a safety. You couldn't tell it was on safety unless you looked at this little tiny dot. Who the fuck is going to do that? If you're going to put a safety, make it noticeable so you can shoot the gun when you need to or... Learn how to use it and don't need a safety. Right. You know, Glock, I, I love my Glocks. It's not the best gun in the world for me, but I love the fact that they don't have safeties. Well, when it comes down to it, it's just, it's a personal choice. Yeah. Like, people are stupid. <laughs> At the end of the day, people are stupid. But how, why? And when you, when you get a gun and somebody gives you the option to be trained to learn how to use that gun and you go, no, I'm good. That's the person that don't need a gun. That's the person that probably don't need a gun. Yeah, like yeah, but who? How do we police that? That's but see that I don't know. That's on the, that's on our level. But the gun, the people that manufacture these guns, they're they're not supposed. I don't feel like, it's just like saying Marlboro's responsible because you bought that pack of cigarettes. Mm-hmm. You're not when they put on, when they put on the pack. 
smoking may cause cancer. And yeah. people are like, eh, fuck it. Give me them Camel Joes. I'm going to get my Camel Bucks and get me a fucking fanny pack. Marlboro points. Pull, pulling the trigger may kill people. Just letting you know. Yeah. yeah. There's your caution on it. Yeah. And you should never should pull. should be a message from the Surgeon General on yeah. it. You should never pull that firearm unless you're either going to kill somebody or you're going to shoot at the range. Yeah. That's what they taught us in, in basic basic handgun training class. Mm. You don't pull this unless you are Ready confident to, to kill. Kill somebody. Confident or, to kill. Um, and you don't pull like this, you, you know, it's just, it's, it's crazy. I mean, Coleman, I'm proud of him because he's, he's stuck with it and his grandfather has helped him. But if I had never taught him anything, when we went to the range, if he, if his granddad had never talked to him, he would have fucking hurt somebody because yeah. he learned how to use it. He didn't learn how to carry it from where we got the guns and put them up on the shelf to the place. I saw him carry the fucking gun like he's like, <laughs> It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know, and it was crude and harsh, but he's like me. You got to be or it won't stick. And from that day forward, anytime he's got a gun, it's unloaded, unchambered, and he's carrying it like this down. Frame finger, frame finger. Yeah, you never put that finger on the trigger. With no booger hook. No booger hook. I mean, in Texas, in Texas, I remember when I was a kid in Texas, you'd see a, a, a gun rack in every truck. Yeah. 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 You can't have that's illegal now. Right. But you know what? Everyone knew you knew how to use it. And everyone knew to stay the fuck away if you're going to try and do something. They had they had gun racks and trucks when I was going to high school. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) Like I got the police came to my school because I had the gun rack in in my truck. I had an old Dodge. They weren't coming for that. They they were told that I had alcohol, which I did in my truck. And so Allegedly. they made me leave campus because I had the rack and alcohol, but there was no gun on it. Right. And I only had a 22 at the time. So it's not like it was going to be a big deal. But yeah. how like, um, Sheriff, I'm drinking these beers so I can put them up for fucking practice. I had to go gun. to school. I couldn't be drunk and shoot while I'm in school. Is it possible? I don't know. I didn't get drunk in school. We smoked a fuckload of weed. We did it all. <laughs> we did it all. The year after I got out, I graduated through summer school. The year after they had a security station and police officers. Yeah. Because I tried to set the school on fire. Well, that's a, that's, that, that's, that's probably why. Problem. All because Mrs. Smith, Mrs. Smith, she's bitch. Uh, I'm just going to say that right now. <laughs> Obviously Thank not. <laughs> Thank God it's a generic name like Smith. Oh, uh, Deborah Smith. Oh, Jesus Christ. Paris High School. <laughs> Slept with the football team. Oh, God bless her heart. Yeah, grown-ass woman teacher sleeping with folks in the football, varsity football. Good for her. Good mm-hmm. for her. I hope you got fired and somebody you know, put something up your snatch. Yeah, that's a whole other conversation right there. What I just said is, it, you know, like if a, if a female teacher does that to a, a male student, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, way to go, kid. You know, or better yet, don't be exclusive only to the black football players. Fuck some of the Lebanese ones or something. I'm just saying, I'm just saying most people are like, I bet he was, you know, that made his whole school year or whatever. But uh, he's yeah. the man now. But if it was a yeah. dude, a dude teacher sleeping with it, it's creepy and no, no. She would throw so, parties. I was in like her son was in the same grade as me. And she threw parties at her house, in her house. And he was there. Whoa. Like when she was banging something. And what's really funny about this is the reason why I'm pissed off at her 
Because she didn't give you any? No, it's because she gave me downtown suspension for something that my sister did. Okay. And whenever you go downtown suspension, you get all this material you have to do. Well, I did it all thinking, "Ah, I'll go to class and I won't have an F. No, I went to class. I was three weeks ahead of the class. Mm -hmm. I had to learn on my own. I had to figure it out. She only gave me credit for half of the work and failed my ass. Oh, nice. And the principal of the school told me uh, his excuse for it was when my mom and I went up there, his excuse was, you know, we can't we can't replace her. Uh, you know, uh, she came highly, whatever, and you get what you pay for. She is the word of the the principal didn't say she looked her ass looked good in high heels. You know, well, that's what's really (laughs) funny about it is whenever he says, and I'll never forget it. He just admitted that she's a piece of shit. Yeah, you get what you pay for. Well, if you know she's a piece of shit, give me my fucking. I don't want to take her class again. I had to take it again. I said, "Fuck this! I'm I'm gonna take her class." I skipped half of it, went to the art class. They failed me again. I'm like, that's fine. I'll have another teacher. Third year, I had her again. It's like she tried me. She in order for me to ass. No, in order for me to graduate, I had to take summer school for algebra two. Now I've already done trig. I've already taken those classes, calculus and trig, because I knew math. I was really good. You're at working it. through some deep seated shit, right? Oh now. yeah. Oh yeah. But I aren't thought, you glad you came all the way out here for this? Yeah. Oh yeah. I thought, thank God, summer school. I'll Wouldn't get my miss di- it for the world. I'll get my diploma. But I won't have her. Son of a bitch. If she wasn't the summer school teacher that I had. to. So that year they passed this thing where you do all the curriculum. You pass your test. You're done. I did it in four fucking days. In four days. Whipped it out. I passed with an 89. I'll never forget. And then you pissed on her leg. There was a there was another student there that was like, he's done. And she's like, yeah, he should be done. He took my class for three months for three years. And I'm like, bitch. I knew I knew this shit. She the whole just got time. tired of seeing you. I, I mean, literally, I would get tests and I'd write "fuck you" or I'd kill you, and I'd, I'd crumble it up and I'd throw it at her, and I'd just sit in the class because I had to be there because they wouldn't let me go to art class no more. I couldn't she skip wanted, her class. She wanted some of that softy dick. No, she hated me because my other two sisters were were there a year before me. Mm. Yeah. See, I got I got like grandfathered in with some cool shit. My sisters were, you know, in my school. They left right before I got in there, um, and and they were like popular. Everybody fucking loved them. They were the sweetest little they're girl. Like, oh, you know, you're, you're yeah, little brother. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're Misty yeah. and Christie's brother. Oh, you gotta be cool. And all the dudes were like, "I got you, bro. I got you. I got you. Tell your sisters I got your back." Like, all the what? dudes like my sisters too. <laughs> why? What do you What do you think it's gonna get? I think you? that's why Miss Smith didn't like me because all the dudes like my sisters. Oh, probably she couldn't fuck that football team. <laughs> well, outside of the word of the day would be C U N T. That is a cunt. But definitely, Miss Smith, um, you are a cunt. And yes, we do know what happens when you put the fingers in the holes, and that's what I will think we should end on. I think. Um, yes. And Miss Smith Fingers is still a cunt. Fingers Definitely. and holes. Incidentally, I went back to go see my second grade crush, Mrs. Wise, and she still looked pretty. Oh yeah. Mrs. Smith is a haggard old bitch. Just saying. I went back in 07. She looks bad. <laughs> yeah. I think so. Jordan. Thank you for hanging out with us for these no last problem, two hours. No Hopefully you won't fall asleep on the way home. Oh, no, I'm good. We're going to get him drunk first. <laughs> give <laughs> no him a gun. Go, go get high. Go, go <laughs> get him high, get drunk, and give him a gun. Right. Uh, thank you, everybody, for chiming in and uh, hanging out with us. Uh, yes. Please like, share, comment. Share, yeah, do all the things. Um, 
Patreon yeah. or whatever the fuck. Hit, click the little bell on the uh, cash app. Cash on the app. YouTube. Yeah, you know, we'll, we'll post our cash app shit. Also, uh, thank you for uh, listening to the show. Yes. Um, God bless everybody. And uh, see, I told you the faith wouldn't change anything. Nope. <laughs> but you can still road give us some shit. And we need a new camera because Jim doesn't like that one. No, it's doing weird shit. Anyways. Yeah. And Jordan, be safe out there. Appreciate it, guys. I love you, man. Thank you, bud. It's been fun. And bye. That's it. See you.